The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Now it's time to talk Braves, Falcons, and college football with a deep South college football legend. It's the Buck Baloo Show, exclusively on The Fan. everybody, time for the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming at 680thefan.com. Get that fan app. It's driven by Beaver Toyota of coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next car. Let them wow you. 10 o'clock hour on The Fan brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group, your champions of personal injury law. We got Road Dog in the house. Derek Thomas ready to get to work. And plenty to get to in a short time to get there. Bucks Big Take. With the Major League Baseball winter meetings about to get underway in San Diego, Sunday, the free agent rumors are starting to pop like popcorn in the microwave. Reports of Trey Turner joining his buddy Bryce Harper in Philly are heating up. Apparently, Philadelphia. Doesn't mind spending over $250 million to get him in there. That means the Dodgers are in need of a big-time shortstop, which is probably bad news for the Braves and the Atlanta Braves fans. L.A. has Dansby in their crosshairs. And as crazy as it sounds, the Dodgers are looking to save a little money by giving Swanson the six-year deal he reportedly is searching for. Dansby Swanson in a Dodgers uniform is something this Braves fan never wanted to see. Braves fans get ready to be disappointed. Sounds like our guy is on his way out of Atlanta. Good grief. And there's your big take brought to you by the Haug Baron Law Group. So, folks, grab the shades. It's that time. We're going to the club. Shades on in the club. And gone to the club lately. Going to the club this morning. So grab those shades, bro. You're going to need them anyway when you go outside today. And let's talk about the elephant in the room with Stetson Bennett. Stetson apparently... Preparing for his last ride as a quarterback. Final two, three games of his career right in front of him. Because if you're thinking Stetson Bennett's going to play in the National Football League, well, you might want to think again. Stetson 5'10", 185. NFL scouts and personnel people will tell you he doesn't look like an NFL quarterback when he walks in the room. You don't see many 5'10", 185 guys playing. And then they say, well, he doesn't have NFL arm talent. He's got a quick release, though. 
And when you look right now at Stetson and his NFL draft projection is anywhere from a fifth-round pick to an undrafted free agent. They've labeled him an overachiever. Too small, doesn't have the NFL arm. So when his college career comes to an end, that's probably it. So Stetson, squeeze as much out of these final three games as you can squeeze out of it. That would be my advice. You know, the positives with Stetson as far as the quarterback goes, he's mobile, which comes in handy. He's a leader, which is a necessity. Good football IQ, a necessity to play quarterback at the next level. Makes a lot of good, quick decisions, which is important for any quarterback at any level, really. But the stature, the size, the arm strength, the arm talent is what will be holding him back. NFL draft process goes like this. You'll have the combine. Get into some private workouts and interviews. Lead you right into the NFL draft. You know, the thing I've never really understood about the NFL when it comes to drafting quarterbacks is the fit that a quarterback would have in their system. For example, I think Stetson Bennett would be a good late-round draft pick for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you got Kyler Murray as your quarterback. He's about 5'10", you know, 195, so... He is a, uh, you know, the same stature that, that Stetson Bennett is. And let's say Ky- uh, Kyler goes down injured. And if you had Stetson Bennett as the backup, you wouldn't have to change the offense. You'd have the same style, same skill set. And think about it. You would have Stetson already with the team to, you know, help Kyler out when it comes to professionalism. Seems to be lacking there. Stetson, I'm sure, could show him what being a professional is all about. And look, if the phone doesn't ring for Stetson in the National Football League, there might be an opportunity in the USFL. He wanted to continue playing football. But get ready to hear it. Too small. Not enough arm talent. Classic overachiever. That's what he's going to be dealing with. I would be uh, confident in saying, though, that w- those would be the only negatives you could come up with with Stet. As I mentioned, the mobility, the leadership, the IQ, the decision-making. He's got all those things. Stetson squeeze as much as you can squeeze out of the SEC championship game appearance. Then Georgia will be flying right into the college football playoffs. Get as much out of it as you can get out of it. Because, folks, let me tell you, I've been down this road. It's been a few years, but I've been down this road. And you invest so much into this college career. 
You're so invested. You're trying to treasure and cherish every single second that you've got left. And when it ends, it's so emotional because of the investment that you've put into it. And I remember thinking, I really don't want to think about the end. Think about that when it gets here. Stetson Bennett will always go down, regardless of what happens from this point forward, as one of Georgia's greatest quarterbacks. And I'm wishing him well. And there's the quarterback club today. Hey, we got the podcast park, man. Uh, waiting on you to check out our podcast, incredible football podcast for college and the pro seasons. Uh, we, we've got Bucks Beat that is up, dropped yesterday, episode 76. Conversation with my hometown guy, Malcolm Mitchell. And uh, we're breaking down the LSU Georgia matchup in the SEC title game. But, you know, we go further than what you heard here on the show a couple days ago. We start talking about his time with the Boston Patriots, uh, playing under Bill Belichick, uh, his relationship with Tom Brady, TB12. So we hit all that. His days in Valdosta, what he remembers playing for the Wildcats. want to invite you to check that out at thepodcastpark.com. It's brought to you by Associated Credit Union. And you can find it wherever it is you get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, wherever you might find what you listen to now. You can find it there. So uh, check that out. So we're coming back on the other side, man. We're going to break down the SEC title game from an LSU perspective. My man, Mike Dettelier, the man with a Cajun accent, working at WWL down in New Orleans, covering both LSU and the New Orleans Saints. And he's done that for almost 30 years. Detilliers with us next, and we'll talk a little Falcons football after that. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Joining me now, Mike Dettelier, college and pro football analyst for WWL 870 down in New Orleans, specializing in LSU and Saints football. Mike, always great to have you on. Let's get cut right to the chase. Man, how about Jaden Daniels in that ankle? What can you tell us? Yeah, he, he was in a walking boot the last couple of days, uh, but uh, he's expected to play. Uh, Jaden's a tough guy. And, uh, Buck, I'll be honest with you. Uh, first time I saw him, he came to Manning camp. And uh, they had all four LSU quarterbacks on the Saturday there. He threw the football worse than any of the four guys. You know, and I'm like, okay, they think this guy might start? 
Then I saw him run, and I said, I know exactly why he's probably going to be the starter. He, he's he got a gait like Usain Bolt. You say, man, that guy ain't fast until you try to catch him <laughs> out on the field. And he is deceptively fast. And he's really been the difference maker on this football team. We can go through uh, a couple of other uh, deals that have really turned the corner for LSU. But Daniel's development as a passer and a runner at LSU. And, and I saw the running skills at Arizona State and his erraticism as a passer. But it, that has been the big difference in this football team, uh, you know, and that I think no one saw coming uh, if you'd have looked at it back in August uh, this year. Now, let's talk about plan B for a moment. That would be Nussmeyer. And here's a guy that hadn't played a lot, I believe, has been in four games this season. But you were you were feeling pretty good about him back during training camp. If they've got to go to Nussmeyer, what's that going to do for LSU? Well, it's a, he's a totally different player. Um, he he don't like me saying this, cause, and he's told me, uh, Mr. Mike, I don't like you saying that. <laughs> no, he's a gunslinger. So he takes a lot of chances out on the field, and he does. Um, he thinks he can put a football anywhere out on the field, and he's a mobile guy. He's about six foot tall, and uh, the ball comes out kind of funky, uh, you know, no matter how he throws it. But he is a tough guy, a leader. He is not the runner that Daniels is. But, you know, he, he get, he's a groove passer. When he gets in a groove, he can, he can sort of light you up a little bit. And so uh, he's a little different player, tough guy, smart, got some great genetics, you know. And so uh, he, he understands how to play this game very well. And if he's called upon, I think he'll do a pretty doggone good job. All I know is LSU got receivers. All I know is I just got to put it out there. Let them go out and get it because it's the, the thickest – and the most talented area on this football team at wideout. Mike, the coach, Brian Kelly. Now, your vote for the SEC Coach of the Year, would it go to Brian Kelly? I know he's he's been impressive this season, and I'm sure he's won over that LSU fan base with the exception of the, the last time out. Yeah. Um, man, when he got hard, and it was a year ago today, he got hard at LSU. Uh, we never got so many negative calls uh, about <laughs> Kelly. About, you know, hey, this guy, he don't know nothing about the South. My thing is, neither did Les Miles or Nick Saban. And and look what they did. But um, he, he's won them over. You know, it, it's taken a little while. And after that Florida State game, um, it really got bad. But you, you saw that he had a plan. He He's well-structured. He's got a good organizational skills. You can see that. He's done a nice job of using the talent that he inherited from Coach O, the transfer portal, and four crucial freshmen that have stepped in and become starters, uh, two tackles in Emory Jones, Will Campbell. You don't see that much in college football. Your two starting tackles, both freshmen. Mason Taylor, uh, certainly at tight end, has been a, a big a guy for them, big play guy, and then Harold Perkins. And uh, I've said this about Harold. I've done this 38 years now. Uh, I didn't never thought I'd see a guy as a freshman make a bigger impact than Tyron Matthew. Man, Honey Badger, he was unbelievable uh, as a freshman. Harold Perkins is a better freshman than Honey Badger was. Brian Kelly, uh, this 
full recruiting class uh, leading into the 2023 signing coming up in a couple of weeks here. Kelly's done a nice job, right? I mean, you're feeling pretty yeah. good about this recruiting class. Yeah, and, you know, it, and it's about securing most of the talent in the state of Louisiana, and he's been able to do that and kind of reach, you know, a little bit left and right and a little up north. Can't go any farther south than where we are, but um, he, he's been able to send out those tentacles and, and connections. He had at Notre Dame uh, and assistant coaches uh, to bring in a lot of good talent, and so he's he's done a really good job of winning it over and I think, Buck, one of the things that you look at is he can sell, because every freshman thinks he can play. I can play as a true freshman. He can sell them, you know what, you're good enough. This ain't just talk. This is reality. I started four freshmen last year. Four. So if you're good enough, I'll play you. Listen, that's the best calling card he could have no at doubt. this particular point. But his biggest recruit is getting Jaden Daniels to return for another season. It would be like Hendon Hooker coming back for another season at Tennessee uh, like he did last year. I think that would be the biggest coup for Brian Kelly is to get Jaden to come back uh, for another season at LSU. How would you summarize what happened at College Station? Oh, they, they wet the diaper. Uh, you know, um, Brian sort of has thrown this on the team. Hey, listen, we're we're going to teach you and put you in the best spot to win and give you the best opportunity. Now, it's up to you. You understand the task at hand. That's a little bit different than what we had seen in the past from Coach Miles and, and certainly Coach O, uh, that they had thrown it on themselves. He'd thrown this on the team. You go out and do it. Now, he took full responsibility Saturday, but uh, they didn't play well. And you got beat by a team that's got talent, but they played two games this year. They took Alabama to the final play of the game, and they beat LSU. And they're still trying to tackle uh, Devin A-Chain. I mean, LSU couldn't stop him. And uh, Moose Muhammad, he made a couple of catches that were unbelievable. Uh, you didn't have a good night, and it goes to show, uh, and Buck, you, I think you realize this, the physical and emotional toll that it takes on teams in the SEC. If Absolutely. you're not ready to play, if you're not ready to play, you're going to get your butt kicked. Especially and late in the season. Uh, and so that's what happened uh, to LSU. Uh, there's no sugarcoating it. Uh, A&M was the better team that night, and they beat LSU. And, but Brian's been able to have his team bounce back. I, I think back of uh, them – just a humiliating loss uh, against Florida State, playing bad for three quarters. And then they got the stew kicked out of them in Tiger Stadium against Tennessee and being able to bounce back. I think they'll play Georgia hard. They don't have enough weapons to beat Georgia. Georgia would have to help them to get a W. But uh, I think they, they play them tough. Um, now, is it enough to win? I, I doubt it. I, I don't see that happening. But Brian's been able to get his team to kind of play hard when they needed to play hard. Just that last week, um, I, to be honest, I think they were looking ahead. Uh, and that's just human nature. I think they were looking ahead to play Georgia. think this LSU fan base, long, a proud and passionate fan base, you think they'll travel for this SEC title game? Yeah, anything to have a party. 
you know, come on. <laughs> that you know, traveling is that that's that's really not a deterrent uh, to them to have a good time. Uh, I know some friends of mine that live close to me. Uh, they left with their RVs. Uh, uh, Wednesday. So, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. They're ready to, to party and have a good time in Atlanta. So LSU's defense priority number one against Georgia, they better be ready to stop the run a little better than they did against Texas A&M. How good a job can they do doing that? Yeah. It had not been an issue all season long and yet they had some real difficulties against A&M. And so, uh, that has to be priority number one. And secondly, you got to put some heat on, on Stetson Bennett and, and figure out how you're going to cover Bowers uh, one way or another. Uh, who are you going to line up to do that? Uh, you know, is a safety going to do that? Uh, good luck. Uh, you, you're most likely going to have to have a nickel uh, corner. Maybe Jay Ward would be that guy. Uh, but it presents a lot of problems because of the two tight end sets and, and how Georgia uses them. But stopping the run is priority, and LSU has done a pretty good job most of the season in stopping the run. It's just, man, A-Chain, uh, I'd have that on the highlight reel. Every run he had against LSU, it, it looked like a highlight reel run. Finally, back to Jaden Daniels. Uh, connecting the dots for me, experience tells me Daniels is going to go, but he's going to be a guy that's going to be in the pocket. As you mentioned, the strength of this LSU offense, besides the quarterback, is that – talented receiving core so can we expect to see a lot of quick pass the ball getting out quicker short to intermediate trying to get the job done that way yeah it's been what Jaden has done and done pretty well and his favorite target has not been Kayshawn Booty it's been Malik Neighbors Malik has been the guy that he kind of counts on uh, in down and distance third down spots that he goes to so everybody has talked about Kayshawn being the man. Well, it's been Malik Neighbors. He's been the guy. And he's a really talented guy, too. And they got a couple of really tall receivers, Trey Jenkins, Kyron Lacey, and also Brian Thomas uh, III, uh, who's the speedster. So they've got some talent at receiver. But it's not necessarily maybe the narrative of just going to booty. It's been going to Malik Neighbors. That's going to be the cover to watch because Jaden looks at him and trusts that he's going to be in a spot that he can make a play. And the other guy is Mason Taylor. He likes to throw him the football over the middle. And LSU hasn't used the backs much coming out of the backfield, so I don't expect that'll happen against Georgia. But it's been Mason Taylor and Malik Neighbors, uh, the two key guys, to be honest to you, uh, for Jaden Daniels. Mike Dettelier working that scene down in New Orleans for decades now. We appreciate the insight, Mike. Thank you a lot, Buck. Thank you, buddy. Always great to get Mike on. He joined us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Want you to join 680 The Fan for the next Harris Cherokee Casino and Resorts Tailgate Central. We got the Dirty Bird Tailgate coming up Sunday from 10 to 1 before the Falcons and Steelers kick it off at MBS. You got to be 21. And uh, you're going to get some free food, free drink, and uh, have some fun, see some of the guys. Huge thanks to Corona, Modelo Especial, Larceny Bourbon, Harrah's Cherokee Casino, WNB Factory, Georgia Power, Hard Rock Spiked Seltzers, Beto's Tacos. We've got Lidl Food Market and Lemon Street Classic Basketball Tournament uh, backing us up 
on that deal right there. Hey, we're going to take your calls coming up in the final segment, 1050, and we're going to try to do that every day I'm on during the month of December. We want to hook you up with some special prizes and uh, yeah, just, just call it part of Buck's Ho, Ho, Ho December. So um, be sure to get ready to call coming up at 1050 in the show. Right now, though, we're talking Falcons football. The Dirty Birds are in our blood. And guys like Buck know what's happening in the huddle. Let's dive into Falcons football on the fan. Falcons football, man. We had Mort on yesterday, and I asked him about Arthur Smith and what kind of respect he gets around the league in the NFL. And Mort admitted most people are very impressed with the job that Arthur Smith is doing. Now, a lot of people questioning the play calling this year and i guess that's what fans do question the play calling did a little research on arthur smith and he has always since he's been a play caller two years in nashville with the titans and derrick henry where he was 50 50 run pass uh 50 50 run pass ratio totally balanced offense he was running with the titans 50 50 so what has he done here in Atlanta? Well, a year ago with Matt Ryan, first year on the job for Arthur, they were 60% pass, 40% run. And if you recall, Matt Ryan got sacked 40 times last season, which is a lot. That's a big number. So I would imagine what happened when Matt left, Mariota came in, Basically, you had the same offensive line you had a year ago and you were sacked 40 times, throwing at 60% of the time. Artie determined, look, our offensive line can't protect. We simply can't protect. We can't afford to throw at 60% of the time. Thin with quality receivers. Offensive line can't hold up. Second year, they've got a mobile quarterback in Marcus Mariota. And I think it's good coaching by Artie deciding, you know what, I, I've got to change up the, the play calling here. We, we can't go 60-40 pass run in the second year on the job. So what have they done so far this season? He's flipped it. It's like almost 60% run and only 40% pass, which I think is a really good coaching move out of Arthur Smith. Look, it doesn't matter what the coach really wants to do. The smart coaches do what the personnel dictates that they do. And the personnel for the Falcons on offense dictates that they need to be running the football more than they're passing it. He believes in balance, but this year he's gone over the top running the football because they can't protect. And this should be a heads-up to Fontenot looking ahead to the draft. you got to shore up the offensive line. You got to invest in some quality offensive linemen because you can't survive in this league if you can't protect the quarterback. Good job, Arthur Smith. You may want to throw it a little more. You're smart enough to realize your personnel can't allow you to do that. So if you're wondering why they're you know running the ball, only throwing it about 15 times a game, there it is. Artie's being smart is what he's doing. 
At least that's, the, that's what I'm believing. The Buck Blue Show has a four-pack of tickets to Yolly Jolly Christmas with Chris Young, Cole Swindell, Tyler Hubbard, Haley Witters, and 2022 CMAV Female Vocalist of the Year, Lainey Wilson. This is coming up Thursday, December the 8th at Gas South Arena in Duluth. Four tickets. We want to give away that four-pack right now at 404-231-1680, the number you uh, don't win you can purchase your tickets go to axs.com and search jolly we'll see you at the concert time for the bulldog roundtable the fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs and it's time for bulldog roundtable with buck balloon 25 20 45 15 10 5 get in there Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, T-Mobile, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. All right, back to the George LSU game. I've got a, a couple of big keys to the game I want to share with you right now. One on each side of the ball for the Georgia Bulldogs. We'll start with the Georgia defense. They've been dominant. And they're going to face Jaden Daniels, who'll be playing with an injured ankle. Mobility is going to be severely limited. And so I would have made good coaching. LSU's going to have to make a change here. Uh, not, not at personnel as far as the personnel goes, a quarterback, but what Jaden Daniels is going to, uh, to do. Instead of calling plays where Jaden can run with a football, you got to just scratch those off that playlist that you've got. And they're, I believe, going to have to go with Jaden Daniels in the pocket. Jaden Daniels throwing short to intermediate in the passing game. Getting the ball out. It's going to be tough to get back there and sack him. So I think with that in mind, you're going to have to tighten up that coverage a little bit, short to intermediate. Try to make it a little more difficult on him completing those passes. Now, the big factor is going to be on third down on this side of the ball because LSU, third down offense with Jaden Daniels being healthy, they were converting 48% of the time, which is a really high number. In fact, it was number three in the SEC. Look at George on defense, number one in the SEC, number four in college football, allowing the opponent to only convert 28% of the time. Really low number. There's the rub on that side of the ball. Third down performance. Who's going to win? Going to be that Georgia defense. It's going to be that LSU offense with a quarterback. It's going to be changing it up, and he's going to be standing in that pocket most of the time. Now, on the other side of the ball, if you saw that LSU-Texas A&M game, you saw that that LSU run defense was embarrassing. In fact, Texas A&M ran for 275 yards. They're averaging five and a half yards a carry. Georgia's offense running for 200 yards a game. Five and a half yards a carry. I would imagine you've got LSU, their defensive staff, uh, very busy down in Baton Rouge. Trying to get this LSU defense, the front seven, maybe even getting that eighth man in the box to try to slow down this Georgia run game. And that will be a huge factor in the outcome of this game on Saturday. 
So a little insight into both sides of the ball. All right, coming up next, we're going to talk about those staff changes going down at Georgia Tech. And we're going to take your phone calls, 404-231-1680, the number. It's the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Spring is here, and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 680 The Fan, Atlanta's holiday station, is proud to present the Christmas hits of Buck Baloo. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Silent night. Holy night. Yes, you'll get Buck's entire collection, including these favorites. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Call now and get a bonus disc. Chuck Oliver sings disco hits absolutely free. Dancing Queen. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. And that's coming from the Baloo family and everybody here at 680 The Fan. Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. To order Buck Baloo Sings Christmas hits, call 404-231-1680. That's 404-231-1680 with rush delivery available for Christmas. Yeah, so uh, we got the book and the CD out uh, this Christmas for the first time. So I hope you'll take advantage of that. You're a real titan of industry, Buck. Yeah. I mean, the more you can do, right? That's why my grandfather, Bullet Clements, used to tell me back in the day, son, the more you can do, the better off you're going to be. Buck Baloo, the new king of all media. It's funny, though. My wife didn't like the singing voice. Really? Yeah. she's. she's it's a fine singing voice. Yeah, you know, like, you got that classic crooner. I like I've it. I've heard worse, especially on sports talk radio. Uh, Finn doing that Ace Hardware thing is a little tough to listen to. Some of the time. Oh, come on now. Uh, I enjoy it. Hey, let's talk a little tech football. Brent Key's been busy, man. Mm, tasty. <laughs> time for the college football nugget. Presented by your locally owned and operated Ace Hardware. Find your neighborhood store at acehardware.com. Yes, sir. The college football nugget. Changes coming down at Georgia Tech under Brent Key. And... Look, it, it makes sense, right? I mean, this is nothing unusual. This is normal. That was Jeff Collins' staff that Brent Key was utilizing after Collins got shown the door. 
So wouldn't you, if you were Brent Key, want to hire your guys instead of coach with Collins guys? I know I would. You got one shot to get it right. So you surround yourself with your guys is what's normal. Uh, Chip Long, the offensive coordinator, gone. Wide receiver coach Dell Alexander, gone. Strength and conditioning coach, gone. And if you connect the dots, got two other assistants gone too. You got Don Hill Ely and J.B. Hall, gone, gone. Looks like they're going to have a whole new offense. So who will the coordinator be? Well, you got Chris Winkie, who's not gone. Apparently, Brent Key wants him sticking around. Could it be that they promote him to the offensive coordinator? Understand George Godsey's name is floating around. A former Georgia Tech quarterback. He's been in the National Football League for a decade now. He's the Ravens' tight end coach right now. And what about Tashard Choice, former Georgia Tech running back? He's the Texas Longhorns running back coach. There are three offensive coordinator possibilities right there. Now, I had a hard time figuring out what exactly Chip Long was doing scheme-wise on offense at Georgia Tech. I, I mean, was it the air raid? Was it uh, the spread? I had to contact Joe Ham last night and ask him that question, and Joe said, I don't know what it was. It was a mixed bag is what it was. Just uh, the best Joe could come up with was a pro-style offense. I really couldn't figure it out. So apparently Brent Key wants to change up what they're doing offensively. And based on who is gone and who's not gone, probably won't see a lot of changes on the defensive side of the ball. Brent Key... Got that job, and he's got a lot of work to get done, as we spoke about yesterday. You talked about how crucial this hire is, Buck, for an offensive coordinator. It's really going to be a lot of the identity of your of of the of the program moving forward, because there's been uh, a lot talked about the triple option going away, and we talked about Willie Fritz coming in. It's going to be a spread option now. I mean, a lot of options, and. Uh, We'll see if it is just a balanced approach to pro-style offense like you said, but it all depends on who Brent Key decides to bring in. So that's, again, a yeah, I'm monster sure Brent hire. Key has got an idea of what he wants offensively, yeah. and it wasn't what exactly. You want to Long was with running. A, 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 a different ways to go, though, offensively. Tennessee Volunteer fans are reportedly upset. There's a scenario that Ohio State could go to the Orange Bowl instead of Tennessee. Buckeyes uh, rank fifth. Volunteers rank seventh. Ohio State was in last year's Rose Bowl, and because of that, they could opt out, go to a different bowl this year. I think the Tennessee fans were counting on being in the Orange Bowl, and they are none too happy to see that Ohio State may beat them to it. We'll keep an eye on that one. Keep an eye on that one. And there's some uh, college football nuggets. Four zero four two three one one six eighty. the number. Asking you to be a part of the show during the month of December. We're going to take some calls in this final segment of the show. 
And uh, give us your take on something. We've got some uh, trying to uh, clear out the closet, and we've got some prizes. Want to uh, reward some of the listeners out there for being a part of the Buck Baloo Show. So that's what it's all about, and uh, asking you to call in right now. Falcons fans, if you're a school teacher and could use an extra 500, attorney Ken Nugent and Grady Jarrett want to help you out this season. For every Falcons game, Ken is donating 500 to teachers throughout the state of Georgia. And to register to win, go to attorneykennugent.com. One call, that's all. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesday at 830 as Big Grady joins the locker room as they talk about the previous Sunday's game. Don't want to miss that. So can you help me understand what are we giving away to these callers? Are they coming on the air and you're selecting the best guy with a topic, or is it just caller number two gets leftover stuff from no, our we're closet? No, we want to hear from the callers. Okay, that's what I thought. I wasn't sure. Yeah, we want to hear from the callers, and then the best caller we hear right, from we will qualify to win some gifts that we'll give away perfect, perfect. down the road a little bit. And I had some major traffic trying to get to work today, so we didn't have our pre-show meeting. So that's what we're doing right now as I stretch to uh, take one of the callers. And that will give me a little bit of time to tell you I'm going to be out and about tonight signing my new book, Inside the Hedges, A Quarterback's Journey to a National Championship. I'm going to be in Dallas, Georgia today from 7 to 8.30 at the box. Understand the box sports bar is really hot they're in uh, Paulding County at uh, Seven Hills Boulevard in Dallas, Georgia. We'll be there tonight from 7 to 8.30 selling and signing books. If you're a, a Georgia Bulldog fan, want to invite you to come on out and be a part of it. Kevin joins us on the fan. Kevin, welcome to the show. Well, we got to screen some of these calls before we start getting to them. But we do have Chad in Hawaii if you want to go to line four. I talked to him already. Hey guys. Chad, what's going on today out there? This is a Chad. This is Kevin. Oh, Kevin, what's on your mind today? Uh, I was going to talk about what to expect from Brent Keys in the future with Georgia Tech and mainly on the offensive side. The biggest thing that I look at, Brent Keys going to run a balanced offense. Yeah. More or less on the lines of back when he played for George O'Leary and Ralph Friedgen in that group, it's going to have to be adaptive to the talent that they recruit into Georgia Tech. So I would not look for it to go all pro style. I would not look for it to go to an all option style. It's going to be a hybrid based on the talent level they, they were to get in. All right, Kevin, hang on. We're going to get your contact info. Maybe you'll be a winner here in the coming days. We appreciate Kevin coming on the show today, and we'll try it again tomorrow. See how that works out. It's going to do it for the Buck Blue Show today. Thanks for hanging out. Great having Dettelier on. Love that Cajun accent as we talk about LSU and Georgia. Big Friday lined up tomorrow. Join me for that. 10 to 11 here on The Fan. It's the Buck Blue Show. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Have a great rest of the day, everybody. Thank you, Buck. Where's Nerny? Okay, thanks a lot, Buck. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. 
You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? The power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.